For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Man, show with ETSU Bucks head coach Jason Shade, fresh off a of victory down here in Macon, Georgia. We're up 75. Very happy last night, coach. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing, coach? I'm doing awesome. good. A little bit chilly, oh. coach, but I'm good. <laughs> I, I see that you're all bundled up, and uh, it's crazy. It was crazy weather up here. We had 65 one day, and then uh, the next is down in 30 in the 30s, and then it snowed. So. Um, it was good, but yeah, we, it was a good ride home last night. Uh, yeah, you know, we played, we played hard and played well and, and made that five and a half hour trip back home and getting back at three 30 in the morning, a little bit more easier. You got that right coach, which last talked to you, we first got hired man in the summer. How has this journey been dealing with COVID and trying to get a season together your first year? I know you've been there a long time, of course, but now it's your show. With all of this uncertainty, how was that for you and your staff and your players, man, to get ready for this whole thing with knowing what you had faced coming to this, this year here? Well, it, it, it's, been, uh, it's been a challenge for sure. It's not been smooth sailing. Um, you know, we've had guys that have had uh, things that have, uh, have gone on at home that they're worried about. Uh, then we're trying to deal with uh, staying uh, negative as far as the testing goes here. And, and we've been on pause uh, three or four times, um, you know, just the challenges that come with that and, and, and them trying to still be uh, student athletes and just, you know, uh, enjoy their college experience when, when they've had to be in isolation. And um, so it's been challenging. And then after the pause, you know, just trying to get your team back and, uh, some type of playing shape. You, yeah. you lose a lot of conditioning. You lose a lot of timing. Basketball is such a rhythm game. And when you're, when you're out for extended periods of time, it gets to be a challenge. Uh, we struggled early with offense because uh, we had been on pause. And so it, it's been difficult, uh, you know, learning a lot of lessons in my first year as a head coach. So, uh, hopefully it'll make me uh, better moving forward. Coach Forbes didn't put, put that in the book for you, did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't leave me that playbook on how to deal with the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what. Now, Coach, you have an older roster for your top seven, eight guys are older guys. So did that help you with all the stops and starts and the adversity? Because they're a little older. They're not 18, 19 years old, per se. They've kind of been through some things already. So having an older roster, that kind of helped as you had to deal with these pauses, stopping and starting, not playing, postponing a game or cancellations. Has that helped out a little bit for you guys? It has somewhat having that college experience and uh, understanding the difficulty and what it takes to win games, the day-to-day operation of playing hard. Um, it, it, it's been a little bit difficult because I do have uh, 11 new guys. So guys that haven't been part of the ETSU program or part of the model and blueprint that we had put together. So it's, it's been tough, but it hasn't been as difficult having younger guys because I've had older guys that have been through it and they, they understand, you know, uh, what college basketball is all about and hopefully what it takes to win. No doubt. And, Coach, I think that's very key because, you know, trying to build a new team with 11 new guys and it's on Zoom. They can't have them in person with you. Trying to develop relationships and camaraderie and chemistry that you need on the court via Zoom. Tell us about that process and what did you all do to kind of curb that and kind of bring the guys closer together, even though they was apart for a good while there before they came back to, to your great city up there in East Tennessee? <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, Zoom was difficult. And I just thought we needed to have some of those meetings. Um, you know, obviously we had a lot going on in our country uh, at the time when I got the job. So, you know, I had um, – we had two Zooms with two former Tennessee players that I coached, uh, Tobias Harris, you know, who's, who was there in Philadelphia on the front lines with the Black Lives Matter and what he did. And, and those NBA guys, they just have a forum. They have a voice. They have an opinion. And they're able to get it out there. So I wanted our guys to talk to somebody like that. Uh, I also had them talk to C.J. Watson, even though C.J. is not in the league as much. Again, somebody that has an opinion. And, um, you know, I'm, I quite honestly, I can't relate to the struggles that you or our players have on a daily basis just based on your color. So I wanted to get them involved. And then we, had, I got um, – we had a, a Zoom with a local police officer that was also a black uh, policeman and just able, his perspective coming from being a, a policeman, but, but also being a black man. And uh, I just thought that was important. Uh, I wanted to show our guys that I support them and I needed to give them some outlets and some resources that I just don't understand. Uh, I could see it, but I can't relate to it. So, um, you know, doing that, uh, we've done some Zooms, obviously, when we've been on pause uh, because they, we, we, I've tried to get them to stay in some type of shape when they've been isolated in their rooms. And, um, you know, my strength coach has done a great job in giving them body weight things that they can do in their rooms and then he was able to, when, when the CDC changed guidelines a little bit, he took a stationary bike and a few weights uh, and whatnot to their rooms to help minimize the loss that they were going to have because we yeah. couldn't get in the gym as much. So, 
And you know, Coach, I think it's so good because for even for me with my interns, who I'm I'm in my 30s, they're 18 to 20 years old. Hearing their experiences was good for me as well because I feel like it made me a better leader because you know, hearing from a young man from England, a young man from Africa, a young lady, a young lady from France about their experiences. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea it was global. You know, the things that we had deal with here, it's not this, it's not kind of different, but it's also same similar as well. I was like, I was so touched and pleased because, you know, it made me a better leader, but a person in knowing that, hey, I need to engage more with my people and know more what the perspectives. I know what I, I dealt with in Atlanta growing up here in Atlanta, but it's different than everybody, everywhere else, even in, in Georgia. <laughs> South Georgia different from North up here in Atlanta. So, Coach, you're so right, man. The, the Zooms, man, really help you learn about your teammates and your in my case my intern staff because it, it brings you close together because you all have the same common bond which is for me it's the radio show for you uh, it's winning a game because you put on an etsu jersey it doesn't matter if you're black white hispanic indigenous or asian you're just about winning for, for for the bucks sure and uh we all have a story and that story is different and like you said coming from different regions of the country being uh coming from the country, coming from the inner city, coming from the suburbs, you have different experiences. And for, for us to be able to, we got to hear those and you got, we got to create a platform so that we can learn from each other and move forward. I, I, you know, I've always, I guess the one thing it's difficult for me uh, because I, I had um, black friends, uh, but I grew up in a, a, a small town. However, the one thing I've learned in this business and in life is, you know, you, you need, you don't do this on your own. So you need people to help you. So what, what, what does it matter what religion you are, what color you are, how old you are? Uh, we're all trying to improve our status yes. or get better. So, because if, if I were somehow to fail and have to come down that mountain, I'm going to need them same people yes. to help me get to the top yes. of that mountain when I come down. So I, I just struggle with why there's such a hatred. I, I, I just don't get it because we all need each other to be successful. And coach, you know, it's so funny you say that because for me, living and growing up in Atlanta, uh, in the inner, inner city that I grew up in, in a poor part of town, man, I didn't meet my first white kid. I was seven years old, coach, playing Travis Howard baseball. Now I wasn't exposed to any other races until travel baseball. I got to meet a Latino kid, an Asian kid, or watch some white kids, and they're, so, they're my friends from travel baseball because of baseball and sports. Coach showed me at seven years old, different perspective in, in, in 1994. Getting, to, I just want to travel around and play baseball the weekends. I didn't care what race we were. I just wanted to travel and play right. baseball and get out of Atlanta for get out of this the hood as per se for a while. Coach, all I cared about all the weekends being gone yeah. playing playing ball and winning games, man, having a good time. Well, and sports gave you that vehicle, and uh, you know it's it's given me a, a vehicle and a platform to try and um, help my players, uh, you know, achieve their dreams to the best of their ability. And coach, you have a I love your team because you know you play seven guys strong. But you got that strong bench presence, and Ty and, and David come off the bench for you, man. Tell us about those those, those super subs you have, man, because they they play big minutes, but they play such a big role for your team, helping your where you where you do your rotations with, with your guys, man. Tell us about Ty and David, how they really help your team, man, bringing the energy for you off the bench there. Well, you know they're two transfers. They they uh, David came from Kansas State, and Ty came from uh, Southeastern. Louisiana, and so their experience uh, helps 
and David played at uh, John Logan Junior College too. So uh, he's had, he's had a wide range of experience, but he's played against great competition in junior college and then playing in the Big Twelve. You know, so he's went against the Kansases, the Baylors, the Texas Techs, and, and the challenges that you face every night uh, in the Big Twelve. So that has helped, and he he he's beginning to play. Uh, better for us and having a command of the game as a point guard. He's been an exceptional passer throughout his career. Now he's tr- his he's limiting his turnovers, uh, but he he'll make some passes that you'll be you'll be like wow that you know not many people can see those other than they have a high level of skill. And um, you know he scored the ball a little bit for us. He's got that uh, combo mentality. Uh, scored a couple big baskets for us down the stretch late in the game last night. And then Ty, you know, he's just energetic. He's 6'7". He, when he is flying around on the court, he makes us better. He gets us extra possessions. He's, you know, we tell him to try and be Dennis Rodman-like. Um, just inject your energy, infuse it into the game, and you'll have an impact. Uh, so many times I think kids think they need the basketball to, to show their impact, but he's been able to impact it uh, on the offensive glass. He's gotten the passing lanes. And then when he's had an opportunity on the offensive end, he's, he's taken advantage of it. Those two guys' efficiency numbers are going up. And then it allows our starters right now, so to speak, to, to rest. Um, you know, I, I, I coached a long time, 10 years with Coach Pearl. And one of the things that made us uh, good was that uh, we had depth and that we had we didn't have guys that played heavy minutes night in and night out because over the, the length of a season, if you're playing 35 minutes, it can wear on you. And so yes. I think we've been fresher. And so those two help with our depth so that we can stay fresh. And coach, you know, you you have a. I tell you what, man, having that bench presence is always good to have it because you need an injury off the bench. And also, coach, you know, I tell you what, seventeen games this time of year is not what you're used to. So you're still building this team. You're still getting better every day because you just want to peak when it comes to that tournament in March in a month. So I feel like you you got a good start in conference play. You're up near the top of the stands with, with, with Wes and his team up there in Greensboro there. So I feel like, coach, you're in a good spot. And you're still getting better, and you're winning. Why why you're getting better? We are, you know, we had a setback on Monday against Wofford. The top four teams in our league are always really good. And it's been uh, Greensboro, it's been Furman, it's been Wofford, and it's been ETSU. And, uh, but we're learning from each game and we can learn from our wins and our losses. We took our loss on Monday against Wofford. And, uh, you know, we, we've had these short amount, short, preparations because of the pandemic and having to make up some games but we're learning and uh, you know maybe some people would have not practiced as hard as we did on Tuesday in preparations for Mercer's game but I felt there were some things in the Wofford game that we needed to correct so we had not a lengthy practice but we we did go hard and maybe that hurt us early in the in the beginning of the Mercer game we looked like we were playing in Colorado in the the Rocky Mountains, the oxygen was low and we were sucking gas and we were moving like we were in quicksand. But, uh, you know, to my guys' credit, uh, they persevered. They fought through the fatigue. 
Um, they had some fight in them. I told them at halftime, you either got, you either are a fighter or you're a quitter. You know, we're going to find out which one you are. And so, um, you know, every opportunity is a chance to learn failure or, or, or having success. And that's just been my goal. Can we continue to get better and play our best basketball as we get down the road here and, and towards the end of the year when it's, uh, when it's important? And then can you play in those meaningful, magical moments in March that uh, everybody dreams about? Coach, you got your rival, inside rival, UT Chattanooga coming up your way this Saturday, Lamont Parisian's team. They, they had a good non-conference season, not so much so so, so calm play, but it's always a tough out, Lamont and his guys over there, man. So we're looking forward on film, seeing for those guys when they come to see you guys Saturday. Well, Lamont always does a good job. You know, he coached under the, the Bo Ryan tree, and, and they're going to play solid defense and, and try and stay in front of you and, and make, uh, make it difficult. Not going to try and limit your threes, um, make it tough in and around the basket. Then they're going to do a good job of playing inside out basketball. You know, I thought because I had that scout and I always worried about they're going to throw the ball in the post. They're going to throw it to one through five. They, you know, that's their style of play. So they, when you do that, you put pressure on the defense and now you put the onus on the officials. And so fouls become a problem. And I always worried about foul trouble. And then, uh, you know, they, they do a good job and they spread it around. Uh, they, they've got pretty good balance on, on uh, the offensive end. So, uh, again, another challenge uh, that different, you know, you, there's a lot of different styles of play in the SOCON that, that get you ready, you know, for postseason. And so just another uh, quality basketball team that's, uh, you know, probably his best team so far, even though, They've had a few hiccups here early in the uh, the SoCon um, conference play. As you said, they started, I think they were undefeated in the non-conference. So uh, they're capable. They're, they're understanding how to win. And so uh, it, it'll be a good ball game. And it's always exciting for, uh, I'm sure, for both fan bases. But I know our fan base, it's a rivalry. They... they uh, uh, there's there's some uh, people that dislike Chattanooga. <laughs> it's yeah, the I-75 rivalry you guys got in Tennessee up there, man. And I'm pretty sure on, on the recruiting trail too, you all go after some of the same guys because I know that's probably a battle too. So who wins those two games? You're kind of miles in there. Here they kids mind. Okay, I want to go to the, with the Bucks or with the Mocks. So we'll see how it goes. Right, right. It's uh, it's good. It's good, healthy competition, and uh, you know just respect all the coaches in the SOCON and they all do a good job and and um, do do what they need to to win ball games. That's one for you coaches is what was your quarantine hobby? Mine was playing the guitar and hiking around the Georgia trails. But what was your quarantine hobby coach? Well uh, I needed to drop a few LBs so I got a, a nutrition consultant and um, you know I, I did a the my a diet so I lost 42 pounds and then uh, got a peloton and and we did a little bit of hiking obviously we're in the Appalachian Mountains and so uh, got out away from people got up there on a couple trails and so yeah we so I would say you know some hiking I got my fat ass on the bike 
and uh, I lost a few LBs. <laughs> I, 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 I need to do the same thing, man. Look, I, 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 I've been slacking off, Coach. I've been eating too many wings, man, at Wingstop. I got to stop that, Coach. <laughs> that, that'll get you. That'll get you real quick. They add up real fast. Yes, hey, being in the house, going to Wingstop. I, I, I love some. I love tacos as well. So I, I got. I told myself I gotta chill out, man. <laughs> got you. You're, you're a lot like me. My family, we love Mexican, so we're gonna have some Mexican. But I always like. We got a Wild Wings Cafe here, so I'm gonna eat me some wings. My my radio shows there, so it's a problem. But I. When I'm when I'm uh, in town and the season it's hard. We're on the road a lot, so that's where I suffer. But uh, when we're in town, I try to try to stick get back on my diet for a few days. So I hear that, I hear that Coach. But Coach, thank you for your time as always. We're gonna catch up with you again, Coach. Good luck to you Saturday when Lamont comes to town. See you, man. All right, Jay. I appreciate it. It's always enjoyable. Anytime. Be good, Coach. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Thank you. Go box. <laughs> Thanks, Dale. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube